man. I just recorded with Jamie Stegmeyer. So cool. Um, yes, so this is me talking to Jamie Stegmeyer, who is the designer at Stonemeyer Games, designer of Scythe and Viticulture, uh, Red Rising. Um, awesome designer scythe is a real favorite of uh my friend group and i um and i sort of i gushed about it suitably i think the thing i'm gonna gush about it a bit more you know just in case jamie is listening i think the thing that i love about scythe and maybe those in the hobby uh i guess you know if you're a heavy gamer Whatever you like, what you like. People do like Scythe. But I think where Scythe is really great for me is I've got friends who um, don't play a lot of games, maybe don't play Terra Mystica, maybe like, you know, have played a few things like Skull or Flam Rouge with them. Um, Scythe is just that little bit more complicated, but really heavily themed. And you've got stuff like the combat and the exploration that people can really sort of get a hold of and get an idea of and i can quite quickly get some sort of non you know non-gamer types into a fairly complex game like scythe and they'll really enjoy it uh millie the cat is meowing and walking on my laptop there she goes okay um yeah and i i i've i've started playing viticulture as well because uh I keep I kept seeing it on Board Game Arena on the homepage looking beautiful and tantalizing and I love Italy and so I was like, right, I'm talking to Jamie, I'm gonna learn finally get around to learning viticulture and I'm playing a few games of that now and having a good time. Anyway, Jamie is a designer and his name popped up in the Terra Mystica fan factions thread. Uh and he has designed the Atlanteans, uh, which are a really interesting faction. Like I say in the game, we in the chat we we talk in a bit more detail, but they are a bit one of one of the more wacky fan factions. At the start of the game, once every other faction has placed their dwellings, um, the Atlanteans do not place any dwellings. They place their stronghold down. Uh, which is obviously very different to how any other Terra Mystica faction works. They place their stronghold. They immediately take a town tile. So um, uh, a lot of people take like the two key town, it seems is sort of popular. So they get the benefit of the town tile. And then as they grow the town around the stronghold, when the town gets to certain power levels, they get bonuses, they get shipping, and then they get cult advances. And then when you get to a 16 structure level, you get 20 victory points. So a really different faction, really interesting idea. Uh, and Jamie was kind enough to agree to come and talk um, about the faction and a bit about Terra Mystica. So it's quite a brief chat because he is a busy fellow. Um, so... Yeah, this is a, a fairly short, com a short on the shorter side conversation with Jamie, but it's really good to hear him talk about his creation, about the fan factions. 
So please enjoy this. Oh, one more thing. I'll say at the end. I'll say at the end. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Jamie, can you hear me? I can. I can. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, loud and clear, loud and clear. Great. Um, yeah, thanks for doing this. Uh, very, very grateful. It's really nice to talk to you. Yes, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you as well. Thanks for inviting me to do this. Um, I think, yeah, I think everyone is, was very excited to see your name pop up in that thread on BoardGameGeek with the Atlanteans. <laughs> Um, I, I was excited to see my name pop up in it too. <laughs> yeah. So, so you didn't know before, is that correct? You didn't have any sort of prior knowledge that you were going to be picked. Uh, I, I had they, they had told me maybe a month before that that mine had been picked, but I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know anything else about it, and I didn't know when they would start to talk about it. So, I was pay, I was following the thread every day whenever they made an announcement. Curious about the other ones, and curious to see if they would share mine. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fun watching them get revealed, sort of uh, bit by bit. It was great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also, I just quickly wanted to mention that I loved the uh, ten top ten pets in boxes video. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite was number seven, like count count catula or something. It was called. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, yeah, I may need to do another one of those in the future because that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so I think so. Yeah, let, we should focus on the Atlant Atlanteans. At Atlanteans, sure. Atlanteans, At Atlanteans. Yeah, Atlanteans. With the time we've got, um, they're a bit on the scale of kind of in terror. You've got like vanillary, sort of quite normal factions, all the way to like out there crazy mechanics and i think these ones are a bit more out there um could you just introduce them from your point of view of what they are and sort of what their play is yeah so the, the concept i leaned into in in this in this design for the atlanteans is that i wanted a faction where instead of encouraging you to, you to build different um cities separate cities separate towns um it encourages you to build one giant town or city. Uh, and so that's what they focus on. And not only that, but the Atlanteans, they kind of having this idea of, uh, of Atlantis rising from the sea, that they actually start out with um, one of the, they start out with a town right from the beginning. Um, and it just gets bigger and bigger throughout the game. That's the, the concept that I was going for. Yeah, which um, it's, it's a very thematic design. Which I think mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm a fan of Scythe. I had a great game of Scythe with my school friends at the weekend, uh, which was it was a bit weird. We had one person on Discord because he caught COVID, but we like remoted him in with iPhones and stuff. It was brilliant. Um, uh -huh. But also stuff like Viticulture. Your designs are like heavily thematic. I think. Would you agree? Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly. There's certainly theme first designs, even if I have like a mechanical idea, uh, I, right away, I'm trying to think, okay, what is the theme that makes sense for this? And how can I build mechanisms around this theme? Um, so for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the, I, I find it really hard to design without a theme in mind. And so it was mm. helpful to start with that for the Atlanteans. And, and so that is, um, 
yeah, that's sort of what you started with is this idea of, yeah, did you, was it the idea of Atlanteans and then it was built from there basically? Is, is that what came to you? I, it's been a while since I designed it. So it was, hey, whatever it was, it all happened pretty much at the same time where I don't know if I started with the big city idea or the start with this town idea. Um, but, uh, but almost right away, I was like, okay, I, I like the idea of using the theme of Atlantis for this. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, did you know that it's now on Board Game Arena? No, I didn't realize that. No. Yeah. So, so uh, our friend Rouncevon is the programmer at Board Game Arena for, for Terra Mystica. Uh-huh. And he announced yesterday morning, I think, that he's added them um, to, if you enable the fan factions, you can now play Atlanteans. And again, he's sort of drip feeding them. Uh, oh, wow. so I started up an async game and I'm playing Atlanteans and it's immediately, it, it really hits you the difference because you start the game and it says, normally it says you may place a dwelling, but it says yeah. you must place your stronghold and yeah. <laughs> it's not a physical thing, but you, you, I can imagine just picking up that big chunky piece of wood and like smashing it down on the board. Cause you, you, it's so <laughs> alien to everything else that you place the stronghold. So. That, yeah. that is like a really strong theme. But yeah, you can now play Atlanteans on, on Board Game Arena if you fancy giving them a go. Well, I'm, I'm jealous that you're already playing. Yeah, I need to do that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And you can play a few of the others, the, the parrots and the goats and a few of the others are on there. Um, so when you were designing them, what sort of what, how were you doing that? Was it with real life play or, or table? top simulator was it just cut out stuff and trying things how did you develop them well this was the thing most of it was hypothetical there was a little bit of testing but i like you know i I run a game company and so i try to be careful with my time as to what i spend on fun little side projects and what i spend on this and so i a lot of it was conceptual and hypothetical and i know the game pretty well um and so i figured okay i have a pretty rough idea of what i think would would work here um, but I sent it to Foreland completely with the understanding of, Hey, I, I get it. If this isn't going to work, I get it. If you already have something similar to that in the works or, you know, mm. so it, it was, it was, it was very conceptual and I'm, I, that's why I was partially at least surprised that it even worked, um, because I wasn't sure if it, if this concept would work, but I, you know, I, once you play enough of a game, you have a, you have a, at least a decent idea that, that something like this will, will function okay yeah yeah i think so um and i get do you know if they've changed because did you just send the idea or did you send an actual board with with income and starting tokens and stuff or was it was it just much more conceptual than that i mocked up a full board for it um yeah the the full player mat in fact while we're talking i should have done this but i I know somewhere i sent it to them so i must have it in in one of my files somewhere i I have no idea i can't even remember where where (laughs) i put it um but yeah there's a there's a prototype board um somewhere that i have that uh that looks decently like this i'm trying to think if there's anything that they added i know the thing so one of the things that people listening to this um might might know or i'll just say it is that uh as your town gets bigger and bigger, because you aren't getting new towns, you're just having this one town get bigger and bigger, you get a few different bonuses along the way. Like mm-hmm. when you reach a, a 10, 10 value town, all of, all of the cult tracks go up two spaces for you. And then when you reach 
a 16 value town, you get 20 victory points right away. So there's a, a real incentive to start growing that town over and over. And that part I remember being pretty much exactly the same in the prototype. The thing that may have shifted a little bit. Oh, and I think the power too. I wanted something distinctly memorable with the starting power. And so it was a pretty drastic uh, starting point where you start with 11 power in the one pool and only one in the two pool. Yeah. I, just, I think extremes like that are, they don't always work, but they're, they, to me, that makes asymmetry a little more memorable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's uh, from what I've seen you talking about Terra Mystica. That is what you really like about Terra, right? Is the asymmetry yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So leaning into that is, is very cool. Um, do you do you know the Feuerland guys or, or Helgi and Jens, the the Terramistica designers at all? Like, are you like friends with them at all? Or I I, I don't know them. No, I, I well I know Feuerland because they are the uh, the German. They are a German localization partner for Stillmeyer Games. So like they publish uh, Wingspan, they publish Psy, they publish a lot of our games. So the guy who runs the company, Frank, I know him quite well. Um, and Bastion, I've worked a little bit with, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I know that, that company quite well. Um, but again, I had no expectation they would actually do anything with this. I just, I, they told me about it at one point and I was excited by the prospect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and then have you had a chance to see many of the other fan factions that have been announced at all? Are there any that have caught your eye? I have. And actually, before, before we jump into that, I just did search through my email and I found the prototype. So let me oh, see yeah. what is different here. So the, the 11 and the 1 power, that's the same. The town bonuses are exactly the same. It looks like they added the ability where you can, um, you can spend, as an action, you can spend two workers to build a bridge. That was not on my prototype. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm Okay. Yeah, I wonder where that came from. I'm gonna, I'm recording this weekend with some of the guys who we talk to a lot about Terra Mystica, and they've done a lot of playtesting. So I wonder if some mm. stuff like that might have been from their input. Um, yeah, yeah, just to help grow that that massive mega town and and yeah, sort of build Atlantis further. Mm. Yeah, interesting. That looks to be the only main significant difference. So yeah, anyway, you asked about the other ones. And yes, I, I, I loved paying attention to that thread to see what came through. Are, are there any that you're in particular, in particularly excited about? Uh, yeah, good, fair question. I, I started a game with, so we, we call them the Parrot Witches, but they're not the Parrot <laughs> Witches. They're the uh -huh. Chash Dala. Uh -huh. uh, and they have the income track where i don't know something about it just appeals to me that i can just throw two workers and two coins at a track and just get uh -huh. like free income even though it's not it's not that complex thematically i think it's quite a fun idea and i yeah, believe yeah. that comes from a guy a pro it's inspired by a guy a project faction but i don't actually play guy oh, okay project, so i don't know that makes sense that that one does look like a lot of fun. I love the art on it too. A lot of the art is is oh yeah, man, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking for one right now. I'm trying to look through. I haven't looked through them in a while. But my favorite things to do in in Terra Mystica often involve the the oval uh, power tiles, whatever the correct term is for it. the oval tiles. Um, and, 
Favorite tiles, we would. Favorite tiles, that. yeah. And so I always love factions that interact with them in interesting ways, like the uh, the Chaos Magicians and the Ice Maidens. Those are two of my favorites. So, but I don't know if I see any. Do you know of any offhand of, of the new fan factions that do anything cool with the favorite tiles? The conspirators, uh, they get an extra. No, no, no. When they build their stronghold, they can swap a they can swap one of their um favor tiles i think that's the conspirators interesting okay which and and that is one that people have said is really interesting because um again i don't it sort of it depends how much you play this but there are sort of certain favor tiles that are really good at the beginning to build your income but then later on you might want to swap to one that gives you scoring. So like swap to water one or something, which is like a heavy scoring favor tile. Um, right. And yeah, the favor tiles are so, so big in, in Terra Mystica and your choice of like what you take as your opening favor tile is something we talk about a lot in the sort of like competitive community. So yeah, I uh-huh. think that is the conspirators that are the big one with the, um, yeah, the favor tile interaction. I like that. I'll have to give them a try when they're on board Game Arena for testing. Yeah, I think those ones are available as well. I'm a bit behind okay. on all this as well because uh, there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff. There's just so much <laughs> stuff, and it's hard to keep track. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the conspirators are good. I'm also um, curious about the treasurers. I, I often play red in games, and so red factions are always intriguing to me. They look they look interesting. Have you played with them? No, I haven't played with those either. They are not yet on BGA, I think. But okay. um, one of our friends posted a picture of him play, trying the treasurers in real life. And he just had a mountain of like coins and <laughs> workers. And can they stash priests as well? Uh, and it, yeah. he just like stashed everything as the treasurers and got this huge income towards the end of the game it was it was quite something that's really cool that's interesting yeah their their income is spaced out in a very odd way where they they have big gaps in their income and so yeah yeah. they yeah that'll be fun to play finding picture those yeah they they seem like a again one of on the sort of uh simple to uh, extreme factions they're much more on the on the out there thing oh yeah they don't even get anything for their second temple look at that yeah that's that's weird <laughs> that's really weird yeah i was just gonna say that it looks like it was designed by the gloomhaven designer isaac childress the treasurer's work yes that yeah. is isaac's one yes which was another cool name to see crop yeah. up uh on the thread yeah 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 really good i've heard that he is like a master level terramisca player Oh really? Okay, yeah. interesting. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, where do you? So you play most of your Terra Mystica on Board Game Arena when you play? Is that is that right? Well, I guess over the last two years during the pandemic, that's been the case. But uh, I also love to play the the tangible tabletop version. I I, don't, I just don't think I've done that in the last two years. Yeah, mm. I I prefer to do it on the table just because it has a really great table presence, in my opinion. But yep. uh, for for a faster game night play, where yeah, I have virtual game nights where we're not even together in person anyway. So board game arena is nice for that. But yeah, 
when they come out with the real printed versions of these, I will be buying them and playing them on the tabletop for sure. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, th the other thing I wanted to ask is, in general, I know you have played Merchants, the Merchants of the Seas expansion, but in general, what yeah. is your preferred setup in terms of game board and do you include the fire and ice factions do you include the merchants expansion all that stuff yeah i played i played both expansions definitely played a lot more fire and ice than merchants i think i've played merchants maybe only once or twice to me terra mystica is there, there's plenty to think about even just in the core game and while i i, I love the ambition of merchants i like what they did with it i like that there's the a sense of of movement on the board that isn't there on the original. You know, there's mm -hmm. expansion, but not really movement. I think that's clever. Uh, I guess I'm more of a medium weight game player, and so once a game starts to veer into that heavy realm, I, I'm more I'm less likely to play it over and over again. And so, yeah, I think that's just that's just me. It's nothing against merchants at all, but generally I play the core game, and if they're available, I play the fire and I, I include at least in the mix the fire and ice expansions. Or, or uh, factions. What about you? Do, do you have a Do you have a preference? Uh, so i I really like the Fire and Ice map. I mm -hmm. think that's a mm -hmm. cool map. Um, yeah. And then I'm still kind of learning the Fire and Ice faction somewhat. It's a weird. Um, it's a weird thing when you start moving a game from sort of being this fun thing into like. The sort of world we inhabit now is it's kind of almost like a competitive sport uh i don't know if there is there much of a scene of that in in stuff like side like a really competitive sort of tournament scene to it uh -huh. um but basically yeah. it means that sort of i like the really core just the core factions and they're sort of very well known and the strategies are known and and we kind of play them to a i mean i play them to a not that high level, but some people play them to a really high level and really right. learn them. So I, I kind of like that core factions, but with the the fire and ice map, and then uh, the the essential one is the um, the mini expansion, which added like extra town tiles and stuff. Because yeah, that's sort of regarded as something yeah. essential in the like competitive scene, right? Yeah, and even in fire and ice, the yeah the like the variable turn order, the way turn order works there is oh yeah like just better yeah such a yeah that's such a great addition which is weird if you play it in person it's hard yeah. to track of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on board game arena or whatever it's very easy yeah yeah um okay so we've talked for, i don't want to keep you for too long um so like thank you for your time uh if if you want to leave it there that's that's great by me it was really good to hear uh about atlanteans and stuff yeah i loved i like you know terramisca is a game i love and so i i i was excited to to talk to someone else who loves the game as much as i do about it and probably even more so i you know i've 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 played for for how long of a game it is i've played it i think probably more than any other game of that length for sure and probably spent more hours on it than most games that i've played and i, I keep coming back to it yeah yeah it's it's a wonderful game we love terramisca it's good yeah. stuff. We love other games, though. We love Scythe. We love Viticon. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Scythe probably wouldn't exist without Terra Mystica. Terra Mystica was a huge uh, inspiration for it.
yeah yeah i've what yeah i've watched all your videos talking about sort of the inspiration stuff and I'll, I'll link to some of them here for the for people to watch but yeah it's it's cool to know that um this game we love has inspired other stuff and then yeah going and playing scythe and like the asymmetry in that is mm-hmm. also really cool um yeah really great thanks um i'll let you get back your day thank you very much for talking it was it was a real honor to talk to you so yeah really great it's a pleasure to chat with you too yeah all right yeah have a great day and, and thanks for letting me know about the bga implementation so i can go over there and give that a try yeah have fun go play the atlanteans get a game <laughs> <laughs> thanks all right take care see you later see ya bye right one more thing okay at the end i am also hoping or planning to record or we hopefully some fellow terror mystery cats will be there we are hoping to talk to helgi the designer of terra mystica hey that'll be cool um so yes so i'm hoping to talk to Helgi around the start of May, um, Helgi Ostertag, and if we obviously have some questions, but if anybody out there, listeners and friends, would like to ask a question to Helgi, um, please send them to me. So. We're not going to answer. We're not going to ask all of them, but if you send one in, we will pick ones that are popular or pick the best ones and choose some questions. So you can either direct message me on Discord, for example, if you are in the Terra Mystica Tuesday League Discord. I am EJ in that Discord, so you can find me and message me, uh, or you can email email the show at fire two on air at gmail.com so fire to the number on air at gmail.com it's the name of the podcast yeah easy uh yeah and give us your questions for the terramistica designer helgi and we will to him and that should be another really interesting chat hopefully right thank you goodbye